This is an encore edition of the Hour of Intercession. Everything by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 and 7. Thanks for joining us today. This is the Hour of Intercession. I'm Pastor Joseph Parker. We invite you to look with us to begin with in the book of Ephesians, Ephesians chapter 6, beginning at verse 1. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment, with promise, that it may be well with you, and you may live long on the earth. And you fathers, do not provoke your children to wrath, but bring them up in the training and admonition of the Lord. Verses 1-4, through Ephesians chapter 6. Then looking in the book of 2 Timothy, 2 Timothy chapter 1, beginning at verse 1. Paul an apostle of Jesus Christ by the will of God, according to the promise of life which is in Christ Jesus. To Timothy, a beloved son, grace, mercy, and peace from God the Father in Christ Jesus our Lord. I thank God whom I serve with a pure conscience, as my forefathers did, as without ceasing, I remember you in my prayers night and day, greatly desiring to see you, being mindful of your tears that I may be filled with joy. When I call to remembrance the genuine faith that is in you, which dwelt first in your grandmother Lois and your mother Eunice, and I am persuaded is in you also. Therefore, I remind you to stir up the gift of God, which is in you through the laying on of my hands. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Therefore, do not do not be ashamed of the testimony of our Lord, nor of me, his prisoner, But share with me in the sufferings for the gospel according to the power of God, who has saved us and called us with a holy calling, not according to our works, but according to his own purpose and grace, which was given to us in Christ Jesus before time began, but has now been revealed by the appearing of our Savior Jesus Christ, who has abolished death and brought life and immortality to light through the gospel, to which I was appointed a preacher an apostle and a teacher of the Gentiles. For this reason, I also suffer these things. Nevertheless, I am not ashamed, for I know whom I believed and am persuaded that he is able to keep what I've commanded, what I've committed to him until that day. Verses 1 through 12, 2 Timothy chapter 1. Father, we thank you once again for the privilege, the blessing, the joy that is ours as believers of being involved in the wonderful work of sharing the gospel with a world that desperately needs to hear. Thank you for the privilege of being involved, of being able to be involved in the wonderful work of discipleship, helping people not only to come to know Christ, but then being your vessel through which you can reach to help them to grow up and to mature in their faith as well. Father, thank you for the unique joy and blessing it is that you give us to be able to be involved in the wonderful work of discipling our children, our grandchildren, and other young people who may be in our spheres of influence in the world. Father, set us on fire fresh with your Holy Spirit of discipleship, that we would grow in our 
ability to be fruitful vessels to be used to accomplish just such a work, to help young people come to know Christ, to grow up in him, and to become warriors in your kingdom to carry out your work. We thank you and praise you for this privilege. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Thank you again for listening to the Hour of Intercession. Rick Robertson is our producer, and he's going to lead us in a word of prayer. God, we're so happy to be able to come before your throne today, to be welcomed before you and into your presence, of people like us in your presence. Amazing. Father, we thank you for that. Father, we're thankful for the faithful pastors across this nation. We pray that you would stir their hearts, that they would not become weary in well-doing, that you would use them in a mighty way. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 Thank you, Rick. And thank you again for being a part of our listening family. Today we're looking at the topic, the joy of discipling our children and youth. Again, the joy of discipling our children and youth. And, you know, I use the word joy in particular. You know, the Word of God tells us in Nehemiah chapter 8, verse 10, it says, The joy of the Lord is your strength. And, you know, it's our privilege to be vessels through which God can reach and reach through us and touch people and draw them off the road to hell, onto the road to eternal life. And then once they're saved, it's our joy to be used to the Lord to help them grow up and to grow strong and mature in their faith as well. But what a unique joy and blessing it is when we can be used of God to help our children and our grandchildren and other young people, even beyond our immediate family, to help to, to help them to come to, to know the Lord and to grow up as well. And what a joy it is when they come to know Christ and they find joy and fulfillment in Christ as they grow up in their faith as well. So as we look at this topic, we're going to be once again sharing more about the Ten Commandments Project Speech Contest for 2023. And our hope is that every single listener would prayerfully say, Lord, show me what young person, whether it's your own child, grandchild, or nephew, niece, or just a young person in your church that lives in your community, but ask God who he can use you to help get involved in this great outreach, this great discipleship project. And, of course, again, yes, it's a speech contest, but remember, the Ten Commandments project is a discipleship project. The speech contest is one part of it. But the goal here is to help young people come to know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior and then to grow up and grow strong, to help them to get rooted in the Word of God, to help them to come to establish a sure foundation of God's word in their life as well. So as we share about the project, we hope that you'll prayerfully ask God how he'd have you to be involved in uh, carrying this project out in your own home, in your own community, or simply praying for the project as it goes forward as well. And so, again, specifically, the speech contest this year focuses on the commandment, honor your father and your mother. And uh, we're going to take a moment to listen to a speech from our first year when we had the contest, uh, a precious young lady by the name of Autumn. But we're going to listen to her speech, and then I'm going to share more about the specific project as a whole. So if you have further if you have further questions or information you're wanting to know, hopefully we'll answer it through the sharing of the article that gives an overview of the project. But if not, we invite you to get in touch with us. Again, my email is joseph at afr.net, or you can give us a call at 662 662- Eight four four five zero three six extension three eight one. Again, we're glad to share any and all the information that you need to help get plugged in and get involved. But let's take a moment to listen to Autumn as she shares her Ten Commandments speech. 
The commandment that means the most to me is honor your mother and father. It is important to honor your parents because it is pleasing to God. We have to listen to and obey them. We cannot be ugly or rude to them because that will not make God happy. We want to make sure that everything we do is pleasing to God. We have to do what we are told even when we don't want to. This is important because we want to make it to heaven. I will always do my best to honor my mama and my dad. I will even listen to other grown-ups as well. All right, a beautiful speech by a young lady by the name of Autumn. I believe Autumn was either seven or eight years old in the first year we had the pro-life speech contest, uh, excuse me, the Ten Commandments speech contest, and she did a beautiful job. And uh, we're going to try to listen to probably at least a couple more during the broadcast today. But to share with you some of the specifics, remember, this is a discipleship project, and it's an exciting discipleship project. And once again, I want to remind you, one of the reasons why it's so important for us as believers to be very passionate about discipling our children is because we see the world, again, trying to devour our children, to swallow them alive. You know, uh, John chapter 10, verse 10 tells us the thief comes not before to steal and to kill and to destroy. That's what he wants to do in the lives of adults, but it's the same thing that he wants to do in the lives of children. So we as believers need to be passionate about doing, carrying out the Great Commission as God has called us to, and obviously and clearly a priority would be certainly discipling our children and young people as well. So here's the article entitled, The Ten Commandments Project Speech Contest 2023. Psalm 119, verse 9, How can a young man cleanse his way? By taking heed according to your word. Again, Psalm 119, verse 9. And then Psalm 119, verse 105. Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. Again, Psalm 119, verse 105. The Ten Commandments Project is a powerful tool to help believers and the church reach out to children and youth in our world and our culture. By the power and promise of God's word, it can really help to make a big difference. In addition, we're holding the Ten Commandments Speech Contest for this year, 2023. The Ten Commandments Project is used both to share the good news of Jesus Christ with youth and to disciple them with one of the most fruitful and powerful teaching tools in all of the Word of God. In our world, which seems to be set on fire by the kingdom of darkness, the genuine answer is the powerful water of the Word of God. John chapter 4, verse 14, John 7, verses 37 to 39, Ephesians 5, 26, and Isaiah 55, 1. The Ten Commandments are found in full in Exodus chapter 20, and Deuteronomy chapter 5. They share God's moral law, his great wisdom, and provide insight for living a life that honors God. My wife, Bernie, and I have had the privilege of helping to lead this project in our community for a few years, and it's been both an exciting and rewarding journey. Should God call you to do so, too, you'll see how fun and beautiful a project that it really is. The American Family Association is interested in helping to cast a vision for other believers, churches, and groups that would be interested in doing the Ten Commandments Project or a similar one in their own community. Just contact just contact us at faq at afa.net or joseph at afr.net and mention my name or call my number in the last paragraph 
uh, well, once again, the number is 662-844-5036, extension 381. The Word of God tells us, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. For by me your days will be multiplied, and years of life will be added to you, Proverbs 9, 10, and 11. How the Ten Commandments Project works. Here's the basic approach we've used to lead this project. We take around a six-week period of time to meet once a week with a group of children and or youth. We've worked with children from elementary grades through high school in various venues like local churches and boys and girls clubs. Those clubs have been a key venue in two different cities in our state. We share the gospel with the children each week and invite them to receive Christ. And we teach biblical truths that relate to the Ten Commandments. We ask each child or youth to memorize the short form of the Ten Commandments as seen below. Upon memorizing all of them, each child will receive a free T-shirt with the commandments printed on the back of the shirt. The shirt is a great witnessing tool as well. The Ten Commandments. You shall have no other gods before me. You shall not make for yourself any graven images. You shall not use God's name in vain. Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Honor your father and mother. You shall not murder. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not tell lies. You shall not covet. When a youth is ready to recite the Ten Commandments from memory, he or she does it before their peers. Some may get all ten on the first try, but typically most have not done it on the first try. Also, when a youth is standing before his or her peers attempting to recite all ten, they're actually drilling each other on the Ten Commandments. During the six weeks, we take the time to teach the youth the meaning and importance of each commandment. We use movie clips and music videos as critical teaching tools to help teach the truths behind each of the Ten Commandments. The video tools actually help to draw them into a discussion about insights behind each commandment. It's been a very fruitful and rewarding journey since we began this project a few years ago. We see it as a great way to begin to plant the life-changing Word of God in the hearts of our children. But we'll pick up on the other side. We're sharing from an article entitled The Ten Commandments Project Speech Contest 2023. We'll be right back.
Music from the Walls Group with The Prayer. Thanks for listening to the Hour of Intercession here on American Family Radio. Father, again, thank you for every believer listening today. Thank you again for the joy and the privilege and the honor that we have of being able to be involved in the wonderful work of making disciples and helping our children and youth in our world to come to know Christ and helping them to grow up and grow strong and to become warriors in the kingdom of God. Stir us to recognize, Lord, that by the power of your Holy Spirit, you can use every single one of us mightily to to be a vessel through which the Holy Spirit can set young people on fire for the kingdom of God. Help us to seek to be vessels that are available for just such a work to happen definitely in our lives. And Lord, we ask that you do it in our lives for your glory. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Continue now sharing from the article entitled The Ten Commandments Project Speech Contest 2023. The Ten Commandments. You shall have no other gods before me. You shall not make for yourself any graven images. You shall not use God's name in vain. Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Honor your father and mother. You shall not murder. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not tell lies. You shall not covet. When youth is ready to recite the Ten Commandments from memory, he or she does it before their peers in the group teaching setting. Some may get all ten on the first try, but typically most have not done it on the first try. Also, when a youth is standing before his or her peers attempting to recite all ten, they're actually drilling each other on the Ten Commandments. During the six weeks, we take the time to teach the youth the meaning and importance of each commandment. We use movie clips and music videos and critical as critical teaching tools to help teach the truths behind each of the Ten Commandments. The video tools actually help to draw them into a discussion about insights behind each commandment. It's been a very fruitful and rewarding journey since we began this project a few years ago. We see it as a great way to begin to plant the life-changing Word of God in the hearts of our children. Also, it's clearly a proactive way to both carry out the Great Commission among our youth and to fight and protect them against many of the tragic ways and tools the enemy uses to try to pull them into darkness. A project such as this or or the one above helps the church to be on the offensive during doing the work of God. The Ten Commandments become a tool to do spiritual battle with the kingdom of darkness. The Ten Commandments Project Speech Contest. We're asking each participant to write a speech, or to have someone help them to write a speech based on the commandment this year. Honor your father and your mother, that your days may be long in the land that the Lord your God is giving you. We suggest it be three to five minutes, although any length is welcome. Also, please use your cell phone or any other means that will work for you to record the speech. Send the recording to faq at afa.net or Joseph at AFR.net with the Ten Commandments speech contest as the subject line. If you need help in writing your speech, we're glad to assist you by phone. Call me, Pastor Joseph Parker, at 662-844-5036, extension 381. We're inviting children and youth ages 6 to 18 to participate in this project. Speeches should be submitted no later than April 26, 2023. Participants are encouraged to write, record, and send their video speech as soon as they have an opportunity. 
The Ten Commandments Project Speech Contest 2023. The prizes include first place, $150, second place, $125, third place, $100, fourth place, $80, fifth place, $50. Additionally, every youth who participates receives a free Ten Commandments t-shirt. If a parent simply wants his or her child to learn the Ten Commandments and win a t-shirt, you can do that. Have your child memorize the Ten Commandments in short form as printed in this article. Then your child should recite the Ten Commandments out loud to you by memory. After your child successfully completes this, then give us a call. Let us know he or she has recited the Ten Commandments to you. Give us the youth's T-shirt size and your mailing address so we can send it. The devil is behind the school shootings, abortion, youth dying from drugs, or youth being incarcerated as they break other commandments and reap the consequences. Our children and youth desperately need to hear the gospel and to be discipled in the powerful word of God. If this project interests you and you and or your church family would like to carry out this project, AFA is interested in helping you and or your church to do that. We can be reached again at FAQ at AFA.net or call me, Pastor Joseph Park, again at 662-844-5036, extension 381. We hope to hear from you. Romans 1.16 tells us, For I am not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God for salvation to everyone who believes, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. Again, Romans 1.16. There's power in the mighty word of God, the power to save and heal us, the power to set us free from the bondage of sin. Our children are being attacked from so many directions by the kingdom of darkness. What is the answer? The answer is found in putting the most powerful weapon in the universe to work in their lives. The sword of the spirit, the word of God. Ephesians six seventeen. Again, the title of that article is the Ten Commandments Project Speech Contest 2023. And if you want to get a copy of the article and have the information about the project, simply email us at joseph at afr.net. Again, that's joseph at afr.net. We'll be glad to send you this information and more information about the whole project. And also keep in mind, remember, there are three different sides, at least three different portions of the project, any of which or all of which you can get involved with. So we're glad to help give you all whatever information we need to share to help you to go and get started. Again, the title of the article, The Ten Commandments Project Speech Contest 2023. We're going to take a moment now to listen to another speech by a young man by the name of Joshua, who I believe Joshua was either eight or nine years old. But we're going to listen to Joshua's speech at this time. Joshua, and today we are going to talk about all the Ten Commandments. We must begin with the first one. The first one is, I am the Lord your God. The Lord is our God. He created us in only six days. He made the seventh day. We will make no idols, and, and we're also going to go to a review of the first one. The Lord is your God. You, you must not worship any other gods. That also means do not make idols. That's the second command. The third command is, do not say the Lord's name in vain. The fourth one is, keep the seventh day the holy day. It's the Sabbath too. The fifth commandment is, honor your mother and father. 
Sixth one is, do not kill or murder. Seventh one is, do not commit adultery. Eighth one is, do not steal. Ninth one is, do not lie. Tenth one is, do not commit. In my personal opinion, I think that the first one is the best. Because God made Adam out of sand. Can't you believe it? And he made Eve out of Adam's rib. I'm going to go to the fun facts. Nothing is impossible with God. Nothing has been impossible with God. Nothing will be impossible for God. All right. If you want to learn a little bit about me, that would be all right. All right. If you know my name is Joshua Jr., if you know that, put a thumbs up. Second about me is I was born in Canada, Toronto. And that's all I can tell you. Joshua Jr. means Jake, by the way. Now, we're going to the foot facts. The first fact is, God called people, God called another creation woman because the first woman came out of man. Second one is, murder means killing someone that is innocent. Killing means killing someone that is your enemy. Their mother and father will have a long life. A long life. And I trust you. Thank you for watching this video about the Ten Commandments. Please make sure you like and subscribe to my channel. Goodbye. Amen. A beautiful speech by a young man by the name of Joshua. And as I mentioned, I believe Joshua's either eight. I think he was nine years old when he did that speech. And, uh, uh, you might have noticed that his little sister decided to help him out with the speech a little bit too. So, but one of the powerful, uh, one of many powerful insights and truths that we picked up on through the project is when some of the young people have gotten involved with the speech contest over the years we've had it going on, we see where the Holy Spirit uses their gifts and strengths powerfully. And a number of these young people, um, now, of course, reading this, writing the speech and reading it is fine and wonderful as well. But notice that a number of the young people didn't use anything written at all. They shared from their heart. Either way is fine, but it's an opportunity to help a young person engage doing the work of the kingdom of God and be engaged in basically battling the kingdom of darkness. When young people learn truth and apply truth and share truth, the Holy Spirit will use them to bless the world around them with the truths that they're sharing. So it's a way to help our children to be, literally to become kingdom warriors in the kingdom of God. I'm going to share from another article entitled, Children Who Read the Word of God. And as I mentioned, this project, the Ten Commandments Project, is a discipleship project. So our goal is clearly to help young people come to know Christ and to grow up in him as well. This article is entitled, Children Who Read the Word of God. Psalm 119, verse 105, your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. In 1 Timothy 4, 13, until I come, devote yourself to the public reading of scripture, to exhortation, to teaching. Again, 1 Timothy 4, 13. And then Romans 12, 1 and 2, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. And do not be conformed to this world, 
but be transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Romans 12, 1 and 2. Then Deuteronomy chapter 6, verses 4 through 9. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength. And these words which I command you today shall be in your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your children and shall talk of them when you sit in your house, when you walk by the way, when you lie down and when you rise up. You shall bind them as a sign on your hand and they shall be as frontlets between your eyes. You shall write them on the doorposts of your house and on your gates. Again, Deuteronomy chapter six, verses four to nine. Many parents have never encouraged their children to read the word of God out loud. It's simply not been a priority. An important truth to remember is Christian parents often take their children to Sunday school and church, and that's a great thing. But sadly, having their children to read the word of God out loud to them every day, along with church attendance, is just not that has not been that important to too many parents. Allow me to make a case for why it would be very wise to change this reality in your life and in the life of your family. Consider this important question and the answers to it. What happens when a child reads the word of God? What takes place in the life of a young person who is faithfully taking time to read God's word every day? Number one, that child is spending time with Jesus. He or she is spending time interacting with Jesus as they take time to read his word. That child is spending time listening to the wisdom, grace, power, and insight of the creator of the universe. John chapter 1, verse 1, John 6, 63, and Romans 12, 1 through 2. What more productive activity could your child possibly be doing? Number two, that young person is receiving the most powerful, life-changing, uplifting insight in all of the universe. The transforming power of the Word of God is working on the mind and the heart of this young person as he or she is reading the Word of God. The Word of God is impacting his youth, this youth, in many very fruitful ways. Romans 12, 1 and 2, and Proverbs 1 and Proverbs 2. Number three, this youth is spending time in the presence of Christ and God. And when any person spends time in the presence of God, he or she will not be the same on the other side of that time. John chapter 1, verse 1. Researchers at the Center for Bible Engagement found some interesting insights about the importance of and place of reading scripture in the life of a believer. According to their research, the life of someone who engages and spends time in scripture four or more times a week looks radically different from the life of someone who does not. They discovered that the lives of believers who do not engage the Bible most days of the week, three days or less, are statistically the same as the lives of unbelievers. Spending time reading and meditating on Scripture daily is much more important than so many really grasp. So parents, if you begin the family habit of having your child read the Word of God out loud to you daily, great things can happen in your child's heart. You're listening to the Hour of Intercession as we're looking at the topic, The Joy of Discipling Our Children and Youth, and reading from the article, Children Who Read the Word of God. We'll be right back.
Elevation Worship, the song entitled Oh Sing. Thanks for listening to the Hour of Intercession here on American Family Radio. We're looking today at the topic, the joy of discipling our children and youth. And specifically, I was sharing from an article, and once again, it's it's one of the resource articles that we encourage you to email us and get a copy of just for you to have for you and your own families, just Discipleship Reference Library but also for you to pass on and share with others that the Lord puts it on your heart to share with as well. We hope that you will. My email again is joseph at afr.net. Again, that's joseph at afr.net. So picking up uh, as we continue to read through the article entitled, Children Who Read the Word of God. What happens when a child reads the Word of God? What takes place in the life of a young person who is faithfully reading, who is faithfully taking time to read God's Word every day? Number one, that child is spending time with Jesus. He or she is spending time interacting with Jesus as they take time to read his word. That child is spending time listening to the wisdom, grace, power, and insight of the creator of the universe. John chapter 1, verse 1, John 6 and 63, and Romans 12, 1 and 2. What more productive activity could your child possibly be doing? Number two, When that child is reading the Word of God daily, that young person is receiving the most powerful, life-changing, and uplifting insight and wisdom in all of the universe. The transforming power of the Word of God is working on the mind and the heart of this young person as they read. The Word of God is impacting this youth in many very fruitful ways. Romans 12, 1 and 2, Proverbs 1 and Proverbs 2. Number three, this youth is spending time in the presence of Christ and God. When any person spends time in the presence of God, he or she will not be the same on the other side of that time. John chapter 1, verse 1. Researchers at the Center for Bible Engagement found some interesting insights about the importance of and place of reading Scripture in the life of a believer on a daily basis. According to their research, the life of someone who engages and spends time in Scripture four or more times a week looks radically different from the life of someone who does not. They discover that the lives of believers who do not engage the Bible most days of the week, three days or less, are statistically are statistically the same as the lives of unbelievers. Spending time reading and meditating on Scripture daily is much more important than so many really grasp. So parents, if you begin the family habit of having each of your children read the Word of God out loud to you daily, Great things can happen in your child's heart and life. Why is it important for your child to read out loud to you, the parent? 
because you know for sure that he or she has spent time reading the word of God on that day. Sometimes a parent may tell a child, go read your Bible. Maybe the child will and maybe not. Our children are human beings. And as much as we like to think our children do what we tell them, that has not always been true. When you make time each day to have them read the word of God out loud to you, you can know this for a fact that they did do the reading. You know that they have spent time reading the word of God on that day. Children and youth today are filling their minds with something. Sadly, too often, too many children are filling their lives and minds with darkness, toxic information, and wicked worldly thinking and perspectives. Too many youths have filled their minds with pornography, online garbage, demonic insights from dark movies and TV shows, horror movies, etc., And too many youths spend hours playing dark video games and doing things online that are very negative spiritually, mentally, and otherwise. The blessed word of God is pure light. There's absolutely nothing better for our children spiritually, mentally, and emotionally than the word of God. We're told in Matthew chapter 4, verse 4, that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. The word of God heals all the ills of life. The word of God is pregnant with the ability to bless us. The transforming power of God's word is undeniable. It's powerful and it's very mighty in every way for good. Beginning the habit of having your child read God's word out loud daily is very fruitful. It's a great way to help focus the power of God's word into and onto and into the lives of our children. Today, is a great day to start this family discipleship goal with your children. It will help produce eternal fruit in their lives. Again, the title of that article was Children Who Read the Word of God. And if you'd like to get a copy, just email us at joseph at afr.net. We'll be glad to share it with you. We're going to take time now to listen to another speech from one of our youths from 2022, a young lady, a seven-year-old, no, nine-year-old girl by the name of Sophia. My name is Sophia, and I'm nine years old, and this is my sister, Savannah. I want to talk about abortion. Some doctors say that the baby is just a little dog, but in real life, it's an alive baby. In Exodus 20, it says, Thou shalt not murder, and the Bible tells us how to live. Also, even if you already were abused or had sex before marriage, you should still have the baby. And give it up for adoption or give it to somebody you trust or you could keep the baby. And the family probably will be sad that they didn't get to have a new family member. And even if you already um, had um, abortion. I just want to tell you uh, something that could make you happier. In the Bible, there was a woman who did bad things, and everybody was about to throw rocks at her. But Jesus said, "Only if you have sin, not sinned, then you can throw rocks." But everybody has sinned, so. No one could throw rocks. And then 
Jesus said to her, Go, sin no more. So I say to you today, sin no more. And know that God will forgive you if you ask him. And also, um, this is my baby sister. And um, babies could also have a purpose in this world. And if you did abortion, then they wouldn't get to have a purpose in this world. They didn't get to fulfill it. And, yeah, and this is my sister, and I don't know what I could do without her. So I'm glad that my mom didn't do abortion with her because she's so adorable. Well, thank you for listening to my point of view. Goodbye. Goodbye. Beautiful, a beautiful speech by a nine-year-old little girl by the name of Sophia. Again, we're talking today about the Ten Commandments Project Speech Contest 2023. The commandment we're specifically inviting young people to do a speech on is honor your father and your mother. And again, we're hoping every single listener will prayerfully try to get involved by simply helping and inviting maybe your children, grandchildren, nephews, nieces, or just young people that you might know. They might be a part of your church family, they might live in your neighborhood, but inviting them and encouraging them to get involved because, again, amongst other things, part of what happens is young people that didn't know they had skills and gifts and anointings in the air of public speaking will begin many times to develop those gifts and strengths as they get involved with a project like that. But apart from that as well, the Holy Spirit uses children mightily to communicate truth as they simply take time to get involved with a project like this as well. And keep in mind, uh, there are three different, at least three different ways they can approach it. Some young people write their own speeches. Some of them get dad or mom or someone else's help, which is each is fine. And then some young people, someone else, their dad or mom may write their speech entirely and they simply read it on video. Either way is fine because each way still the young person is impacted with truth as they participate in whichever of the three ways they choose to participate. So each way is fine. And again, if you or your youth need help with a speech, if they want to call us and we help them, we're glad to help them as well. But again, to me, it's such an exciting project to help young people engage the Word of God in a powerful way. And it's not just a nice Sunday school project. It's a critically important one because remember, as we've mentioned time and time again, the devil is trying to swallow our children alive in so many ways with darkness. And this is a way for us to get on offense in the work, doing the work of, of discipling our children. We're putting the children themselves on offense, building the kingdom of God as they participate and tearing down the kingdom of darkness. And keep in mind, parents, just a reminder once again, the simple yet profound task of having your child to read God's word out loud to you every day is so much more fruitful and helpful and spiritually encouraging than so many realize. Remember, when they're spending time reading the Word of God, Jesus is working on their mind and their heart mightily. So, parents, if you haven't started that habit of having your child to read the Word of God out loud to you every day, today is a good day to start. And keep in mind, don't make the mistake of thinking, well, I'm just too busy. Remember, we do what we choose to do. And the fact is, discipling your child and helping them to come to know Christ and grow up in Christ again what greater priority should you have in the life of your child than that? So let's choose, let's be wise enough, if need be, to leave off other things altogether, to leave off certain other activities and things, because remember, we want to spend all eternity with each of our children in heaven.
Let's be about our father's business in this regard. Parents, I want to challenge you to have your child, if you need to, tell them you'll give them $10 or $9.10 to memorize Psalm 91 and to learn to pray Psalm 91. Again, if you need a copy of the prayer, just email us. We're glad to get it. Because, again, children can memorize all sorts of things. They can memorize songs from the radio, poems. Well, they can memorize the Word of God. And memorizing God's powerful Word is such a wise and fruitful thing. And to every believer listening, again, we, we would challenge you. Begin to pray Psalm 91 every day and teach and train your children to do the same every single day as well. Because remember, in this dangerous, crazy, insane world, No one can protect you like the Lord can. Father, touch us. Stir every one of us to be wise enough to take the wonderful weapon of Psalm 91 and pray it and or and meditate on it every single day and help us to be wise enough to use it in that way in our lives. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Well, as we normally do before we end the broadcast, if you're listening today and you've never made the tremendously important decision of inviting Jesus Christ to come into your heart, to be the Lord and Savior of your life. Today is a wonderful day to make that step, to ask him to come in, to save you, to make you brand new. Would you pray this prayer with me even now? Lord Jesus, thank you for loving me so much that you came into this world a long time ago. You lived. You died on the cross to pay for all my sins. Three days later, you rose up from the dead so that I could be saved. Lord, I confess, I've sinned and done wrong in many, many ways. Lord, I repent and I turn from all the wrong I've done. Forgive me, Lord, for all the wrong things I've done. Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Be the Lord and Savior of my life. In the word you told us, whoever calls in the name of the Lord shall be saved. Right now, Lord, I'm calling on your name. Lord, save me. Fill me with your spirit. Help me to follow you all my life. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Well, if you prayed that prayer for the first time, we are very much hoping to hear from you. Once again, my email is joseph at afr.net. Again, that's joseph at afr.net. We want to share with you some literature and resources that are going to help you begin to grow and grow up strong and vibrant in your new walk with the Lord Jesus Christ. Simply email us and we'll be glad to share that with you again, joseph at afr.net. And again, if you'd like to get copies of the two articles we shared on the broadcast, the first article is entitled The Ten Commandments Project Speech Contest 2023. The second article is entitled Children Who Read the Word of God. Email us at joseph at afr.net. We'll be glad to share them with you. Again, our topic for today was the joy of discipling our children and youth. Hope that you'll get involved in this wonderful work of doing just that with your children today, if you haven't already. Thanks for listening. Join us again next time for the Hour of Intercession. The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast do not necessarily reflect those of the American Family Association or American Family Radio.